Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Wednesdays with Wheels. It's your favorite friend on Wednesdays, David Wheels Maxwell, coming to you just a little bit earlier than normal because I am flying solo today. That's right. No guest, just me. So I figure I'm going to come to you a little bit earlier because I'm going to go out and see some uh, live music tonight. Um while I have the opportunity. My buddy Brian Price always plays uh, music on Wednesday nights and uh, used to go see him all the time, but obviously because of the podcast now and doing the podcast all the time, unable to do that. So we're going to go see him tonight. We will be back with you next week with a guest. Um, let me tell you, first, let me tell you uh, about our sponsor for the podcast, which is Falenga's Gourmet and Artisan Cotton Candy. You've heard me talk about them so many times on the podcast. I think they've been with me for <clears throat> over a year now, Falenga's. And uh, it's great cotton candy. And uh, it uh, takes your taste buds to a whole new level. you got flavors like uh, um, Fireball, Banana, um, Shirley Temple, uh, Cheesecake, they're at the public market. The best thing about Falengas is, though, it's all natural. Uh, no gluten, uh, no GMO. So if your kid's got allergies, you don't have to worry about that. And the best part is you tell them you saw this ad right here on the podcast. You get a dollar off your purchase if you purchase it at the public market. So that's great. All right. Let's jump right into the podcast here. So over the next couple of weeks, ladies and gentlemen, we are on episode number 92 92 this will be the last episode before we hit 100 that i'm flying solo and i'm by myself we've got uh, a lot of great guests lined up for the next few weeks um i've taken heed to all your messages on facebook uh where you you're giving me suggestions and i love those suggestions and we're i'm working hard to <laughs> secure some of those uh, folks as guests. So, uh, a lot of great guests coming up in the future. Um, I do want to tell you, I have to tell you before we jump into some thoughts that I have, I want to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. Uh, that, that interests me, uh, to talk about the Super Bowl a little bit now that we have live betting and, and legal betting, I should say in New York state. Uh, I'm interested to know, and I, sure you can find this uh, stat out there somewhere on the internet. How many people, how many first-time bettors uh, there were in in uh, New York State? Um, so we'll jump into the Super Bowl. Some of the ads that I thought were uh, good, I'll, some I also thought were a little weird, but that made the top 10 in, in <clears throat> ads. But I have to tell you, about um, some people that are very near and dear to my heart. Um, and they're the ones that do all my uh, outfit, all my clothes that you see, the t-shirts that you can buy, the uh, sweatshirts you can buy, all that kind of stuff. Journey Sportswear. Uh, they do great work over Journey Sportswear and they're, they're very uh, good to me and the podcast, outfitting all my guests with shirts. If you come on the podcast, you get a t-shirt. Uh, so please check them out at Journey Sportswear 
dot com as well uh, and uh, give them a give them a look and if you ever need any clothes done yourself that's the place to go because they are great at what they do so let's jump right into this so legal sports betting in New York State I love it it's great uh, I've been I've been sports book betting for years uh, but the thing I like about some of these websites now that we have available to us is you can do so many other different types of bets that you couldn't uh, necessarily do. The only thing that disappoints me is I could not bet uh, on the coin toss and I could not bet on the <laughs> color of the Gatorade. It's funny. I was I listened to a, a sports talk show and it's done out of Vegas and they were saying that uh the majority of people were uh on tails which is so funny to me because really it should be 50 50 right <laughs> heads or tails but I, but i guess more people thought that uh that uh tails was gonna prevail and obviously it didn't it was heads and it's interesting to me i i like to do that bet because it's instant gratification you know within the first 30 seconds of uh, before kickoff, whether you're up a little bit of money or you're down a little bit of money. Um, there were also some crazy bets that you could make out there, like uh, would Snoop Dogg uh, smoke on stage, which he did not. Uh, there were also some other ones on there, uh, how many songs were going to be played during the halftime show. Uh, I personally liked the halftime show. And I'm not big into today's rap music, but I love the rap music of uh, the early uh, 90s or late 90s, early 2000s, I should say. 50 Cent, Eminem, uh, they were all great to me. I didn't dig so much Kendrick Lamar, uh, some of the newer guys, but the the old, shall we say, the old guard in the in the rap game uh, was was phenomenal. I had the winner uh, in the, not the winner of the Super Bowl. Well, technically I did have the winner. I bet Cincinnati uh, to win the game with plus four, plus four and a half. So that won, but then in game betting, I bet, uh, I also bet the Rams when they were losing at plus three and a half, so that cash for me as well. And uh, let's talk about some of these commercials. I loved the, I'm a huge Sopranos fan. Uh, Sopranos is a, one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, and so I love the commercial. I think it was for, was it Chevy or Ford? I can't remember, but they have an electric truck now. And they play the theme music to, um, uh, the Sopranos, and you're you're like, who's driving the car though? Because Tony's supposed to be, uh, even though we never really see it, it has been revealed now that Tony did die. So you're wondering who the heck's driving the truck, and they're playing the uh, theme music for the Sopranos, and then you see. Um, 
Meadow Soprano driving the truck and she's meeting her brother. And for people that that follow the show or watch the show when it was on religiously, I think a lot of people got fooled because they thought that that was the diner where Tony Soprano uh, was allegedly killed. I'm not so sure about that. I think it was another another uh, restaurant that was prominently shown in the show. I'm not so sure, but it did appear that when they embraced that uh, 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 his daughter, uh, Meadow Soprano, uh, was crying. And so a little nod to the fact that that uh, that Tony did uh, get murdered. And so I like that commercial. I also one of the commercials I you know, the problem with these commercials is <clears throat> I don't know about any of you. But you watch them in these commercials and uh, you don't know what they're actually advertising. And I don't know if that's genius or if that is, um, I, I'm, I don't know, because I'm so used to seeing a commercial and you're like, oh, that's an Aflac commercial or that's a, a Nike commercial or whatever it may be. And for some of these commercials in the Super Bowl, I was like, I have no idea what they're advertising right now. The one that confused me the most, and but it actually worked out well in their favor, was the, did you see the one with the QR code dancing around the screen? It looked like a, an old-time screensaver on your computer. So we're sitting at the Super Bowl party that I'm at, and uh, I'm looking at this thing, and I'm like, what is going on right now? I don't understand why there's a QR code dancing around my screen, and it was for... The website Coinbase and uh, Coinbase reported that after the commercial, uh, their website, because so many people went to their website, their website crashed. Uh, so I, I guess that was uh, that was a great commercial. I also think the Super Bowl commercials lose a little bit of steam uh, because. Uh, they put them out ahead of time now. I guess they're paying so much for these commercials that, uh, um, uh, you know, they might as well get the bang for their buck, right? Um, but uh, let me tell you, Super Bowl spreads. I don't know what you guys, what you folks had for, for yours, but I went to a party and we had so much food. I don't even think I go to these. I don't even think I like the Super Bowl for the football game anymore. I like the Super Bowl for the food. Um, I do wish, and I think there should be a, a petition started or something. We need to start having the Super Bowl on a Saturday. Can we just do that? Can we just have the Super Bowl on a Saturday so nobody's got to take the day off of work the next day? Because it, it would seem to me that a lot of people take the next day off of work. So why don't you just do it on a Saturday? And then we don't have to worry about going to work. Um, I did feel bad for uh, for this Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, you know, it's interesting to me the refs didn't make a call and they missed that blatant call with the face mask uh, where the Bengals scored a touchdown. They missed that call. And then with in the last minute of the game, when Cincinnati and Joe Burrow are down on the goal line, uh, 
you know, uh, um, getting ready to score there. You, you, or no, I'm sorry. When uh, the Rams were down on the goal line, getting ready to score there, you call some pretty suspicious penalties on uh, Cincinnati to keep the ball in the Rams' possession. Seemed a little fishy to me. And then, of course, uh, you know, the Rams win. And I think the Rams were probably the better team. I did happen to sit there and think to myself, there were probably about seven or eight other teams that could have beat either one of these teams in uh, the Super Bowl. You know, I'm, I'm, I just uh, was, I was actually wondering to myself, what is Josh Allen? Is first of all, is someone like Josh Allen even watching the Super Bowl? <laughs> Can you watch it knowing how close you almost uh, came to getting there, or do you just not even watch it at all? And then I also thought to myself, man, the Buffalo Bills, I think, would have given the L.A. Rams a run for their money. Um, I, I really do. But, boy, this uh, NFL playoff season was weird, wasn't it? It was, uh, it was uh, a lot of upsets, you know, uh, a lot of, lot of unexpected things going on. Uh, and now we get to see where – Players end up like Jimmy Garoppolo and all players like that. So it's interesting. But we've got a couple months here now with no football. Sundays are going to be uh, boring. And uh, how about the Winter Olympics? Has anybody been watching the Winter Olympics? I know I have not. I did watch some men's hockey today. Uh, early this morning while I was doing radio, I had it on in the background. Uh, it was Canada versus Sweden, I think. Uh, but I haven't been watching any uh, Olympics. It's uh, I don't know. There's too many other things on TV, too many other things going on uh, to really concentrate on the Olympics. I did happen to watch a replay of... Uh, a curling match today. I have to be honest with you. That is very interesting to me. Curling is is uh, uh, the way they throw those. I think they call them stones uh, with such precision. And it's it's uh, there's a lot to that. Uh, but I, I just have not been able to get into the Olympics. Um, now, for those of you that uh, maybe aren't familiar directly following the able-bodied Olympics that we see on TV, we will have uh, uh, the Paralympics. And uh, NBC lately has been doing a pretty good job uh, with... Uh, hey, John, how are you, buddy? Good to see you. Uh, NBC lately has been doing a pretty good job with showing the U.S. Paralympics. And now that they have their own streaming service, I'm sure we're going to get even more of it. Uh, so maybe I'll check that out. But to be honest with you, I don't, I don't know. The Olympics just don't grab my attention like they used to. Uh, I think part of it for me is because um, the NHL was supposed to have players there this year, and uh, because of COVID and uh, so many breaks in their schedule. 
they decided not to send the players and just to continue on with their season. So, you know, you don't know many of the players on the U.S. hockey teams, uh, especially the men's team. Uh, there were a couple um, former NHL players that were playing for Canada and some of the other teams. But it just, it just sort of, I'll tell you the sport I really love. And I'm going to try to get her on the podcast if I can. Uh, I love watching speed skating, especially short track speed skating. And I think it would be so great to interview Kathy Turner. Um, because obviously she was a speed skating gold medalist. But that is, if you, you know what it sort of reminds me of a little bit? You remember the old... Um, roller derbies they had on TV, right? And, of course, that was fake. But it just reminds me of that because they're all bunched up and they're, and the wipeouts are are, uh, are classic in the, in the short track um, speed skating. It did – I was watching the, the um, uh, women's – a women's game earlier today, and I think it was for the silver medal uh, – the game was for the silver medal, and uh, I did feel bad for the other team that lost because you have to sit there and watch um, the team that won celebrate for a good 10 minutes before they line up and shake each other's hands and then receive their medals. Uh, that's got to be uh, gut-wrenching. Can we also talk for a minute? I get Listen, I get that the IOC, the Olympic uh, committee has banned Russia. Okay. I get it. And they're not allowed to wear the Russian flag on their uniforms and they go by, uh, the rock. Right. But like I'm watching one the other day and like she was wearing a helmet and you could clearly tell that she had black tape over the helmet to cover up the, uh, to cover up Russia. I mean, we all, I mean, I don't, I just, I guess I don't get the ban because we all know that they're uh, Russian athletes. So do you really think that, uh, that it's really killing Russia that uh, you don't uh, let them put their, their country's flag on there? And I mean, we all know they're from Russia. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. So. Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I think this is going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast today. I just wanted to come on and put some content out there uh, because I know people look forward to Wednesdays, and so I didn't want to—I didn't want to not have something. Um, and next week, I'm also working on. Uh, everybody's telling me I got to get Uncle Phil uh, on, and if you don't know who Uncle Phil is, if you're not from the Rochester area. Uncle Phil is a very famous, uh, he is an usher at the Amherst games and at the Red Wings games, and he has coined phrase, or he has coined the phrase, Uncle Phil loves you, to the point that he has a bobblehead that the Red Wings put out, um, and uh, so we're, I'm working on getting Uncle Phil, because I'm hoping that if I can make it work, Uncle Phil could tell us some pretty cool stories about some of his time with the Red Wings and and some of the time he spent uh, 
with some famous people that have come through Rochester and he's met at the War Memorial and, uh, and uh, so that'll be good. And uh, yeah, might make a trip to the casino here in the next couple of days. Have not been to the casino in, since the beginning of December. I can't believe it. I haven't played any poker, uh, live poker in months. So hoping to make a trip back to the casino. Um, and, uh, cause that'd, that'd be fun. Uh, but all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for hanging in there with me. I know this was not the most entertaining of podcast and I apologize for that, but we will be back next week with a very special guest. Stay tuned. Keep those podcast ideas coming to me, by the way, uh, because watching a hundred episodes and as you get to a hundred episodes and beyond, uh, it's harder to find people um, to interview. And I've done a lot of great interviews. My interview last week uh, with Jennifer Brongo from Homesteads for Hope, if you did not get a chance to check out that podcast, check it out because it's a great one. Uh, but keep those podcast ideas coming. Um, they help me out a lot. Um, some of the, the ideas that you give me, they're people that I've already had on and will have on again because I think they could, you know, sometimes an hour just isn't long enough, right, uh, for them to tell us everything they need to tell us. But uh, um, I'd be interested to know, too. Uh, I know we don't have a lot of people in the room now, and that's probably more based on the time that I'm doing this than anything else. But I'd also like to know, and I'm going to put a post up on uh Wednesdays with Wheels and my own page, some of your favorites out of the 92 podcasts we've done, I guess 91, because this would be 92 and and uh, you'll be watching this one. What are some of my favorite interviews that you've done? I know I could point out a few of them. Uh, probably, my, probably in my top three would be the couple that I met from TikTok, Dallin and Kobe. Um, Delby, that was a great interview. <laughs> Love the interview I did with Doug Emblidge. Um, Love the interview I did with Don Elhart. Love the interview. Absolutely loved the interview I did with Scott Hetzko. Um, the one I recently did with Dino K was a great, um, uh, interview. Also, uh, love the, um, I've just had so many that that it's unbelievable to me that we are almost at a hundred episodes, and uh, and hope for hope for two to three hundred, four hundred, five hundred more episodes. Uh, as long as you guys will keep listening to the stuff I'm putting out there and keep responding to them, I'm gonna do it. Um, so everybody have a great rest of your week, great weekend. Enjoy this beautiful weather we've got going on. And uh, we'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye. <clears throat>